last year was my longest shot and it was 22 yards spotted him at eight in the morning and i shot him at 4 30. you know hunting black dells growing up we'd have you know the whole family would be around yeah. it was a big event these trophy animals especially sheep and goat because he gets virtually no pressure i would have shot him and i've shot yeah. lots of bucks you know <laughs> trying to burn it through his head you know most important thing is doing the exact same thing over and over again right well let's see as ted nugent would say we are cock locked and ready to rock doc <laughs> <laughs> yes sir ready for another uh podcast yeah speaking of ted nugent <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you I about my uh, prom date. <laughs> I have a feeling you're about to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a buddy call. Well, actually, I had a prom date, and it was like, gosh, it took me a lot to uh, get the guts, if you will, to even <laughs> ask this chick. And uh, anyway, she said yes and everything. Everything's good. Got the tuxedo ready to go, blah, blah, blah. Week before prom, a friend was visiting that used to, you know, that I grew up with. That he moved away. He gets a hold of me, you know, which is a lot back then. Right. Uh, you can't just text. Couldn't just text. Right. He says, hey, he goes, I'm going to be in town. You know, he goes, uh, uh, I got tickets to Ted Nugent. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah. You know, when? And he told me prom night. So, you know, Ted Nugent right, from right. Wango Tango. It was a Wango <laughs> Tango tour. Anyway. You're showing your age. Yeah. I went and saw Ted. Did you? Good yeah. choice. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's anyway, what's been, do- what's been going on? Um, nothing. We're still kind of in the heat of shed season. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, waiting for bear be able to we be only got a few days still. left bear yeah, season starting weeks actually isn't it no well yeah i guess well 10 days i hate the word weeks i like days i know bear. right yeah <laughs> sounds much yeah better. gathering bait yeah yeah i went and raided uh <laughs> you got my text yesterday huh? yes i did <laughs> backed up to the crispy cream donut <laughs> dumpster because i was driving by right Made sure the cameras blocked my vehicle, license plate, <laughs> filled her up. You're uh, incriminating yourself right now, Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I figured Dumpster if, diver, diver Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> I figured if they didn't want me there, that it came out because there's cameras there. But Yeah, save well. some room in their dumpster probably. Yeah, it was full. I wish it? I had a little more room. I could have cut right? more. I was coming back from an archery shoot, so I was kind of... Uh, you know, limited on space because right. I had a forerunner. Uh, so, by the way, this is a early morning podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is, uh, well, it was supposed to be. We were trying to get this done early in the day because we had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But uh, we had um, got kind of a slow, slower start than we had planned on. But yeah. Whatever. That's just a side note. Yeah. See where our energy level's at today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a triple shot coffee going Perfect. on. Perfect. Yeah. So. I'm about on my third cup now. Are you? Yeah. It's good, good. stuff. Um, 
So yeah, I've been I've been gathering bait. I know you probably you're ready to get your popcorn popper out. So yeah, am I. I am. I'm excited. In fact, I'm getting a down day and starting to go to town on popcorn for the season. I kind of use a lot of that for bait and bears. Getting some shooting done. I went to a 3D shoot to keep shooting this new equipment we got. From yes, Redline. I was just getting ready to ask you that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I were to ask you about that. How'd that go? We didn't really got to talk about that yet. How'd you shoot yesterday? I didn't lose no arrows. <laughs> It was so windy. better than last week. It was windy. Yeah, last week. Yeah, kind of being new to that adjustable sight, I kind of winged one. Yeah, I did forget to move my sight twice yesterday. Twice. But I mean, that's why I'm actually. It's been a lot of years since I shot. You know, I shoot a lot of a lot more uh, competition shoots, um, and because I'm using this slider, I. Uh, I want to go to as many as I can just right. so it's more natural. Get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, even when you got time at a shoot to think about adjusting, you know, it's when you're hunting. So, but I think I'll be fine by the time hunt season comes along. But it's fun. It is kind of nice. It's just different because I'm used to gapping pins and, right. and as opposed to actually sliding it to the exact yardage. Right. And I've been sliding mine for the last few years, so it's a pretty easy transition for me. Oh, yeah. Um, except for it's just the single pin. Yeah. So that will uh, be a little bit of an adjustment for me, but yeah, shouldn't be bad. Yeah. And I, yeah, I've, my buddy I was shooting with, he shoots, he's been shooting single pin forever. And he, he leases at 30 and then, and then, you know, adjusts it obviously when he needs to. But. Right. Right. I think for, I don't know if we've talked about this before or not, but like the bear, uh, my bait site, you're shooting for, in my instance, it's 28 yards. So, I mean, that'll be easy just to leave it yeah. sat there. Yeah. And then antelope, you know, you're hunting out of a blind or we hunt out of a blind normally. So, you know, you have your shots are in the 20, well, off of my hill, they're typically in the 20, 25 range. That changes from year to year, but. Uh, depending on the water conditions. you have time to arrange them and adjust you know if they're drinking i know how many years i remember you guys are, seem like and i'm not complaining one bit but <laughs> but that blind just seemed like they were farther shots it seemed like you try to set up in a certain so i could cover that remember we had that trickle right going from one end to the other exactly and it seemed like uh it was always the 49 and right 51 yeah and, so I mean, and it still can do that it yeah. just depends on the water levels yeah. and from any given year you know sometimes you get i the probably the last three or four years i the antelope i shot over those last three or four years i haven't shot over i think last year was my longest shot and it was 22 yards so <laughs> so that's <laughs> the not year before bad. when you shot that that really big buck when you woke up yeah that was shoot wasn't that like actually 20? i think that was 22 yards too or 20 maybe 25 yards yeah. i actually i guess i can't remember i'd have to look the video but yeah it was right in that range too i don't think it was more than no i think it was i think it was close to 20 yards but my son-in-law we the one we were set up on last year that where just where that buck came in he shot it at 16 yards wow yeah so that was kind of cool yeah yeah kind of fun yeah, I was getting back to I, I quit I, I forgot to adjust my sight, and it was just on a little badger. I think it was yeah, and at the three D shoot you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, oh, three okay. D shoot. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't do very good on that <laughs> one there. But it makes you think. Then it's like, gosh dang, you know, you got to make sure. 
the biggest thing is, you know, is repetition. I took my uh, future son-in-law was with me first 3d shoot for him. So, uh, you know, he's learning obviously, and he hasn't been shooting a bow very long at all, but you know, trying to burn it through his head, you know, most important thing is doing exact same thing over and over again. Right. And I think a lot of times people get so hung up on, um, you know, in fact, yesterday there was a couple people that just wanted to blow through the course. Yeah. And they want to go around you and, and they're just, they're not taking their time at all um, to make sure you could tell they're rushing their shots and everything. I, and I mean, granted, I want to get done. I don't want to take forever, but also when I get up there, I really try hard to think about, you know, your stance and, and everything, you know, the whole repetition kind of like, you know, when, um, when you're shooting indoor, you know, you got a chance to really concentrate on all those because yeah, then it comes true. second nature. So. Yeah. Second nature is, uh, when it becomes automatic, it becomes a little easier to, yeah. to go through your whole progression. For I'm not sure. gonna lie. I was surprised. I wasn't seeing people shooting lighted knocks yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. Cause you know, yeah. Oh wait, that's right. Oh, you can't yet. Yeah. Not till July 1st. Maybe that's why. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, no, actually, legally, you could shoot them. Yeah, just not at animals. Just not for, for hunting. That's right. true. So it could be some people use them. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine about that. And, and so I know you know you and I were talking about the light of Knox. Right. And uh, one thing he brought up, and I kind of forgot when he, when he said it, uh, sparked back in my brain, is um, the FOC. You know, making sure that's the only challenge it could be that people right. need to make sure that their yeah. FOC so is. So people that don't know what FOC is. Oh, front to center, the the weight, you know, gotcha. make sure that the the front of the arrow and the back of the arrow is the weighted is it's it's weighted in the right amount. And you know, it's it's gonna take a little more work than just throwing a lighted knock that's on. That's true. You know? Yeah, because they weigh more than a normal. Yeah, and knock, it could I change would, or, your spine, you right. know, and huh. So something for just people something to, think to think about. about. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That's a good, good point. Yeah. I, and I don't know, you probably don't know either the weight difference between that and a normal knock. You know, um, you know I want to say, gosh, I want to say they're probably closer to 20 grains. And then, well, you know, maybe in a little more than that, it seems like maybe actually maybe more like 30 some grains. I guess you better not quote me on right? this. But I, I'm, I kind of decided when I started thinking about the FOC, I don't really want to change. Yeah, that's you know, something change to a think whole lot about, of isn't about, it? Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Huh. Because, you know, you're gonna you, if you shoot that for that, you're going to have to shoot it all the time. Yeah. And and I don't know. Huh. Good, good, good points. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess we'll. We'll see. Maybe somebody will comment on that that knows a little more than we do. Yeah, and, and I uh, help us out. I do have some stuck away, and I thought I need to get them out and and weigh them and see what right. the difference would be. Right, it's a good idea. Shoot yeah. that one friend, one buddy I was talking to. He he's used them, tried them, and that's what he said. It just messed up his F. So, but he's got a lot of experience with expandables and stuff too. So he's yeah, yeah. It was a good chat. We'll be having him on. Okay. Here for too long. Not necessarily about that, but that and probably some other issues. I'm sure we'll talk about that because he's right. got a lot of good knowledge on that. Right. 
So, so also this time of year, it's uh, time for putting in for draw hunts. Yeah, it's getting close. And, well, actually, some states it's yeah already going right. Yeah, Arizona, Arizona. And, yep, Wyoming, Arizona's, I think, is already yep, for going points and stuff. Yeah, uh, Colorado. Okay. Colorado. Do you put in for points for Colorado? Uh, yeah, got points going on in Colorado. Um, I use Hunt and Fool, and yeah, yeah. Um, and so I know I got a notice. I got the bill. <laughs> That's a notice. <laughs> yeah, saying that I bought my license and stuff for there in, in Arizona already, and um, Idaho. We got sheep. Put in for sheep now, goat or moose. And Did that. Did that start already? April first. April first. Okay. I believe. Huh. Is April yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. So. Yeah, that's true. Putting in for. Huh. I'm not putting in for any of those, so nope. I didn't pay attention to the dates. I drew a moose tag several years ago, and I did put in for bighorn sheep last year, but didn't draw. But uh, I don't know. I'm not. I, I would love to. I just feel like the odds are so low to draw. Just in Idaho. So in Idaho, you can't put in for any other draws if you put in for um, like the trophy species like moose, bighorn sheep, mountain goat. goat. Yeah. And you can't put in for all three. Right. You, you put in for one and one and done. One and done. <laughs> no points. It's yeah. just a random draw. Yeah. But uh, which is okay. How many years did you put in that? for moose for you, Drew? One serious? Yeah, I drew the first time. I You're that it guy. In. I am that oh, guy. Man. Yeah, so it spoils you though. You think, oh, this is easy. <laughs> I have wow. never drawn. I put in for goats. I put in for sheep, and you put in for goats too. Then I have, but only a couple times. You know, it's just I really would love to, but at the same time, I want to draw a good elk tag or deer tag. Yeah. So that always kind of draws me away. Which it probably honestly draws a lot of people away. Oh yeah, you know, I do kind of like that part about it, honestly, because yeah. it only makes the guys um, that are really serious about I want to draw this, it, I want to draw that. Exactly, and, you know, and it, and it keeps you, you know, and you're not getting the points, so yeah, it keeps those guys away too. Yeah, which you know would be me probably, <laughs> but uh, you're that guy too. I huh? am, yeah, I am. No, no, but. Um, yeah, so I think that's cool. That if they're not going to give out points, that's a great way to do it, in my opinion. Because I'd rather keep it like this for now. Me too. I don't want points. Yeah. I mean, that's been discussed lots of times yeah. on lots of um, podcasts and that kind of thing. But yeah, I, I like the way it's set up here in Idaho. Um, I'm uh, I'm going to put in for sheep now that my knees to the point. I Feeling think better. I can, yeah, I can get because I held off for few years right. couple years at right least. but um well hopefully you'll draw I'll come film it That'd took me uh yeah took me eight years to draw a goat and watch that one goat for seven years yeah that's right huh yeah. and you shot that with your bow too yeah yeah first day that's super cool yeah so yeah hopefully we'll see how the sheep thing goes but yeah how'd that How'd the goat, like, I want to hear that story, actually. Yeah, I actually spotted it elk hunting. Uh, spotted an elk hunting. No, said, I think I put in, let's see, was it, uh, maybe I put in nine years. I think I put in two years in other units. And then after I found that goat, and I was just elk hunting, looked up and, oh, there's a goat. And then didn't think that much of it. 
And I thought uh, the next year, I thought, you know, maybe I'll start putting in this area. I saw what the tags, there was two tags was all. And so I thought, I'll put in for there. So I put in. Next year, went back elk hunting. And I uh, I did shoot my bull, the f- I remember, the first day that year. But I glanced up there with a tripod. Goats laying in the same spot. Really? Yeah. And then... Uh, long story short, I kept putting in, you know, for, like I said, several years. And the, the kind of funny thing was, is, uh, or not really, really that funny. Cause I, I've looked down to where I wanted to camp. I knew where I wanted to camp and everything when I drew and there was always water down there. So, um, I finally drew it. My nephew goes with me. He's going to go film. And. I get down to where the camp was. We came over the hill. I had my llamas. We took my llamas. And there's no water down there that year. It's dry. Never, ever seen it dry before until that year. And we had enough. We had our bladders full of water. That was it. But we were planning on staying for days. And um, in fact, I hadn't even went up. I went up scouting, I think, one time and never saw a goat. And then I was actually uh, uh, helping with a hunt of a lifetime, an elk hunt. And uh, a friend of mine who was hunting close to there called me up and said, Hey, I found your goat, you know, same spot, blah, blah, blah. So um, I knew was, the goat was around. So I told my nephew and we loaded up and went in there. And like I says, we got in there, no water at all. I'm thinking, what are we going to do now? I knew there was water over the hill, but it was going to be two miles or so to go get water, which would have been fine. And it was an old sheep herders camp. And there was uh, like a little table there and an old stove, part of a stove. And a two-gallon, I think it was about a two-gallon um, jug of oil, like cooking oil, that had been cleaned out. Hmm. And it had water in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Granite. It was a little green. <laughs> but I said, well, we'll just, let's just pump that water into the, I had a two gallon um, uh, little container that a collapsible one. Right. That I would fill up, you know, for camp. Okay. So I pumped that one out and then um, it, because of the size and it just would fit better in the pack. So was, I, you pumped it out, like filtered I, it? Filtered it filtered out of that, that okay. yellow gotcha. container into my mine. And then we were going to take that yellow container and um, and go fill it up over in the spring. And then th- that's when we were actually really going to start hunting then. Because looking up, I couldn't, couldn't see any goats anywhere. Mm-hmm. But we got to the saddle, the crest over, to go down in the next canyon where that spring was. So we're a mile from camp. And look back over, there's the goat. <laughs> Like, uh, it was about a three mile, just bowl that we had to go. We jumped on the other side of it, went all the way around, and um, I think spotted him at eight in the morning, and I shot him at four thirty. Oh, nice! So never had to go get water. Or right. <laughs> I just I end up, you know, cleaning out that. We end up emptying most of our water to. Um, when we left, we had just enough water to get back down to the truck because I wanted to keep fill that back up so the next guy 
Right. Good idea. You know, like, oh. I'm assuming they cashed it there for a rainy day. Probably or, so. Yeah. Interesting. So. But yeah, it was, it was, uh, pretty cool. Pretty, it was kind of quick, you know, the first day and everything. And, and, um, but pretty rewarding to get it with my bow. One thing I told myself, you know, and, and I, many people have says, Oh, you can take a gun too. It's like, Nope. Right. Not even gonna take a gun because I know me, I, I know it'd just be too easy to. Right. Oh, I think most people that would probably make that decision. Yeah. To shoot it with a gun. Yeah. Right. So they're not even going to take I a I would also truck. be that guy. You would, you would have. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I, I can't tell you how many people have actually have ran into that said they were gonna shoot it with their bow and, yeah and then they I mean not that I'm anything great by no means at all but I just I know me I mean I know yeah. even though you know I'm certainly favor archery hunting right it'd be hard not to you know once in a lifetime you exactly. know they're gonna get away and feel like you got to get it done yeah you know? but I th- I don't I know you and I've talked about it. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast yet but um, that most of the time, these trophy animals, especially sheep and goat, because they get virtually no pressure, um, you know, in, in a lot of situations, they're not like super, super skittish. They're not as skittish as people think they are. Okay. Um, like, you know, I think it took, um, I think the goat bumped, he bumped just a little bit, not much. Okay. And, um, and but I was still able to put a sneak on them and get a shot mm-hmm. yeah that's anyway. a good point they aren't i think moose are that way too i've been a lot on a, a handful of moose hunts yeah me and too. yeah they don't seem to be too yeah too worried about no. sometimes sometimes yeah that one you were guiding for that young kid yeah. he mm-hmm. he bounced out of there yeah he, i i i knew if i got up wind of him that he might uh it wasn't because of my funk or anything, but <laughs> I knew if he smelled me, he might get out of there. But I was trying to make a little noise and stuff, too. And, That's true. And yeah, we were trying to get him to come out. Get him to come out. That so. plan worked. That yeah. couldn't have worked any better, that plan. It was perfect. And honestly, that little little kid, I think he was 13, 14, something like that. Yeah. Wasn't he? Like that. Yeah. And he uh, made a great shot. Three, at all three times. Yeah, he was running, not like full speed, but he was yeah. on the trot, and he, he plugged him pretty good, and it was... I can't remember. It was a decent distance. I yeah. mean, it was within it was probably two hundred yards. Yeah, or so. I'm thinking it was right at two hundred somewhere in but there. Running, I can't remember. I mean, it's for not sure. like at his age. It's not. I'm sure he didn't have a ton of experience. Yeah, to, exactly. Yeah, that no. was the first day too, huh? Uh, well, was the first day. Yeah. yeah, they were super stoked with the outcome of that. That was yeah. kind of fun. I filmed that hunt. Um, Daryl and uh, Joe Joe Barati. Yeah guided that hunt yeah. and so anyway i went tagged along filmed in the we have that on the youtube channel so i'll leave that link yeah down below but um yeah that was that was a fun hunt yeah big deal um i guided uh i've been on a few sheep hunts and but i've like been the i guess the main guide on a couple and i remember one of them when i was scouting i was able to do a lot of scouting it was down in nevada and um it was during a mule deer hunt, uh, or I guided some couple of mule deer hunt, antelope hunt, and then a mule deer hunt. And the mule deer hunt, it was really warm that time of year. It was in October that year. Um, I would hunt in the morning and then would go 
kind of scout a little bit for, and, and this client I had, I told them, you know, I had a sheep hunter coming up and we knew both knew it was pretty tough to hunt during the day. Cause it was, it was super warm mm-hmm. and all it took for was him to see, see one sheep. And it, it was almost like he was looking more forward to going and looking for sheep than he was even his hunt. That's funny. <laughs> and he ended up coming back, uh, that hunt went on uh, till November, almost November, his hunt. And he initially hunted the first week. And then he uh, he actually rebooked another week, the last week, and um, ended up killing a really nice buck. So he didn't seem too concerned with... Uh, um, not hunting early, you know. Like right. Say, we'd uh, go scout sheep all day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty cool. Fun. You have any other um, states that you think you might have a chance to draw this year? Um, let's see. Yeah. Well, I was going to, I got like six points for Iowa and I would have drawn, but I decided to get another point oh okay. just because my buddy he's an outfitter um and he's he's pretty booked up this year mm-hmm. and by the time i got a hold of him and let him know you know my points were he's like man i'm really booked he goes you know i can squeeze you in and 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 i says why don't we just wait till next year mm-hmm. and then you know now i'm gonna put in then you I just don't want to, it's his business. It's livelihood and, you know, he's a friend of mine too. So I said, it's no big deal. So I'll probably wait till next year there in Iowa. Um, Arizona, you never know if I'm going to draw or not. I didn't draw elk there. Oh yeah. That's out already. Um, Yeah. Yeah, That one's out. And then I I just got points in Wyoming. I put in for, I don't know about Utah. I think it's coming up, but I, um, I put in for hunts there. I didn't just buy points this year. Oh, okay. Last year, because I was so busy with remodeling houses and stuff sure. that I, I didn't, I just got points for the most part, except for, um, I know California, I put in for Tule Elk. And like that unit I put in, they have two tags. So it's, it's going to be challenging right. to uh, draw. But um, one of the tags is for the points part. And okay. then one's just a random draw. Oh. So I didn't want to miss out on the random draw because you never know. Right. Um, so this is your first time putting in for that? Then? Oh, no, no. Oh, I've, yeah. put, I've been putting in for, I think I've, you know, may not ever draw that one. Um, you never know, though. Uh, it's, uh, this is year five or six. But a good buddy of mine, he, he uh, drew it the first year he put in. Really? The random one. Yeah. With a unit that only has two tags, That's also crazy. a different area, but yeah. Oh, okay. So you just never know, right? I mean, you just huh. never know. That's pretty cool. I had one sheep hunter one time in Nevada. I've been uh, first year he put in as a non-resident, but I mean, that's just. What are the odds, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am still trying to draw. <laughs> I didn't think it would be this hard, but an antelope tag in Nevada. Oh yeah. I have nine points this year. Oh. And uh, do you know what it usually takes for that? Uh, well, <laughs> Frank drew it with three points, <laughs> but I think 
honestly, I think Nevada's getting harder and harder to to draw. Yeah, you know, and that is uh, we we like to hunt a archery, but we messed up when we first started putting in and we're like ah what the heck we'll just uh anyway we ended up we were putting in for the rifle tag which is harder to draw yeah and so i was like well screw it i'll just keep putting in for the rifle tag oh, okay. i haven't shot one with a rifle in 20 something years so i thought that'd be kind of fun yeah i got some good goats down there yeah yeah he i don't even know it. how many points i got down there too so i've yeah i've got i think 12 points for elk yeah in nevada yeah probably six or seven for antelope and four or five for deer goat i I put in down there but and sheep but um goat they don't allow non-residents to put in every year it's it's like when the goat numbers i believe the way it is if when the goat numbers are up high enough and they can give enough tags they'll allow non-residents that year so you never know from year to year Huh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, I want to say I got nine points for sheep and only like five or four for goat. Oh, I see. You know, just because of that. And I've been putting in the same amount of time. Yeah. I think I have uh, six or seven points for mule deer down there. I've drawn that hunt a few times, actually. I think three different times. Shot some decent bucks down there. That's kind of a fun hunt. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's been a while now, so yeah. You know the, um, at least for me, time time to make it a good quality hunt, right? You know, I mean, I know there's if I really wanted to, I could draw several tags every year, yeah. But making it and there'd be some pretty good units, but making it a good quality hunt and taking the right amount of time. And I know you can e scout, um, you know, to a point. And probably do okay, but I'd rather for you know I'd rather almost take ten days and have one really good hunt than have two hunts and only get to hunt five or six days right each. That's you know? a good point. Because yeah, hmm. I remember uh, years ago in Nevada, the first year I actually got a tag. They. Uh, you're talking about how it's kind of more challenging to hunt Nevada or draw Nevada. Yeah. Uh, first year I hunted down there, buddy of mine that lives down there, he's like, Hey, you should get a tag, um, an archery tag, come down here. I'm like, don't you have to draw? And he goes at that, that particular year. Okay. They had drew the archery deer hunt for that unit. I'm not going to say the unit because (laughs) this is what ended up happening was they drew, they had, like a, I, it was a little bit over a hundred tags left over. So it went into a second draw, drew it wow. again. There was still like 60 some tags left over. Jeez. So I just went and bought one like wow. over the counter. You gotcha. Know? Yeah. First come first serve type thing. That year, um, a couple articles were written about that unit. And now this would have been like 2005 or six. 2006. It was 2006. Um, that year, some articles were put out. And ever since then, you it never makes it past the first draw. Oh, really? On that unit. Yeah, you know, yeah. And probably a lot of units there. But I think you're probably right, yeah. But yeah, that unit just, it just got blown up by 
And this is for social media was really big. So right. just in magazines. Huh. Um, yeah. Well, and I think all the, you know, the, just the hype around like all the YouTube videos and stuff that are made about hunting different states yeah. and this. And I don't know if it matters what unit number it is or whatever. It's just more people are putting in for out of state hunts. Yeah. Because they see, you know, that's success on TV. And yeah. And uh, they want to go do that, which is fine. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, I guess five, we're in the situation. We, you know, every year I feel how blessed we are to, right, able to go hunting and everything like we do. And exactly. there's a lot of people that, that aren't as fortunate enough, you know, enough to, yeah, at, in their states. Right. No, I agree. Know? Yeah. Nevada, I, I, I don't know how I feel about would feel about living there. It's hard if you don't draw, you don't hunt. Yeah, and that's that would be horrible. <laughs> I guess that's why I like being in Idaho or trying to be in try to get a tag in Idaho. <laughs> right, exactly. And now yeah. the way the Idaho, uh, yeah, they where you got to be there, Johnny on the spot at whatever time it is, yeah, and get that your license. Stuff is gone in a hurry, oh, huh? Man. Yeah, I mean, I do. I feel bad for. Yeah, I mean, just the can't tell you how many people i've talked to that called me up friends that live out of state that i was number you know when i finally got through i was number 7643 in the queue right yeah my uh yeah i had some family members that kind of went through that as well this last or this year this year yeah they get tags uh i one of them did Uh, i can't remember where he told me it wasn't he wasn't coming here he's going somewhere up north or central i'm not sure where but uh he he did get a tag or at least i'm assuming he did because he was really low on the in the queue okay. number wise oh. he, he was he was uh low enough to where he was going to get a tag and then um i do have a friend actually that's trying to get rid of a tag that he drew it and i called fishing game to find out i just told him i'd do a little footwork for him and okay and he can basically sign over the tag i guess for lack of better words there's a little procedure you have to go through oh okay and uh which is kind of cool i mean then you can um instead of going through it's it's a little bit of a process but huh. he'll be able to get his money no i think he'll be able to get his he'll be able to get something back but maybe it's not his money i don't know i can't remember for sure but interesting yeah, I don't yeah. Know how that works. but out. i know he can yeah turn it back so does he give it back to the fishing game then or i think he can pretty much say or, who he gives it to i see okay that's kind of cool yeah yeah, so, interesting. But the problem is there. Most of the time, it's probably going to be one tag here, one tag there. You're probably not going to get a group tag. No, that's for sure. <laughs> Feel, it seems like that's kind of gone by the wayside to do the family oh, hunting thing oh, a yeah. lot of times. I know. I mean, we still can do it here. In, what can we get? To, uh, four people can put in? Is that what it is? Well, yeah, hunt? you can do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you can do group hunts, but I mean as far as <laughs> you know, just getting to go hunt with you know, a big group of people. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. When, you know, hunting blacktails growing up, we'd have, you know, the whole family would be around. Yeah. It was a big event yeah. for a lot of people. But uh, I don't know, you don't get to see that too much Resident, anymore. Resident, I mean, I guess still. You still can, it. yeah. I don't think the hunting, you know, you're, you know the general tags yeah. aren't as good at hunting, but at least you can still do it. There's still some people that pull some dang good bucks they off do. of those yeah. general tags. You're right. Which we're going to be wish talking one of those. pretty soon. What's that? We got a guy coming on here pretty soon that's going to talk to us about some mule deer hunting. That's yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, did quite well. Yeah, so but, yeah, I uh, 
I haven't done last year. I had a rough over the counter tag season for deer. Could not find anything. A couple small, even the small bucks only saw a few. Hmm. I don't know. How's the pressure? Uh, pretty pressured. Some, the one area I really like to hunt, it, uh, I didn't see anybody else up there, but I only, I was only able to hunt it. It closes at a different time earlier. Uh, about a week earlier than the other general hunt that I hunt. So I only had a day or two, and it was uh, actually I only had w- one day, and it was snowing so hard I couldn't see anything. So I had to, I left, and then I never abort did. Abort mission? Abort mission, yeah. <laughs> so I never really got to hunt that spot, but I've killed bucks in there several times. So I feel like I probably would have again. There was no one, there was no one in there, which was kind of cool. You gonna put in for muzzleloader this year? Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. Well, one of my favorites. They're all my favorites, <laughs> I guess. But yeah. I do enjoy uh, hunting with a muzzleloader. I, I do wish we had a few more opportunities to do it here. Yeah, but uh, in Idaho. But um, yeah, I, I'm gonna put in for both. I think elk and deer muzzleloader hunts that I've drawn in the past. Yeah, and, and I've done really well on. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a plan. That's kind of why I decided not to go for the bighorn sheep again this year because I missed. I oh, missed yeah. putting in for those. Yeah. So, but we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully we draw. Um. The sheep hunt that I'm going on, or the yeah, the sheep hunt I'm going on because I'm going to draw a tag. <laughs> There's confidence right there. <laughs> Same thing with it. I want to take a gun. You are or aren't? No. Yeah. Nope. And I know that's saying a lot. Right. Because I, I think I just. Be kicking pe- yourself. No. No. People have done it before. That's the way I look at it. Someone else has done it. It's true. You know, it's just a matter of it can be putting done. in the time and the attitude, the mental attitude of, of you know, yeah. saying I'm going to do it. Going to get it. Yeah, it'd be nice if they had this like archery only hunt for those that might be a little easier to draw. Yeah, but they don't. <laughs> now it probably might even be a harder one to draw because it'd be people from everywhere putting That's in for true that. True too. Yeah, it's a good point. But, but um, yeah. So that's be about it for me. For we'll see what happens with the draws all. Yeah. Come out. It's always that anxious time of year right now. I know, Thank goodness for, you know, shed hunting and turkey hunting and bear hunting in the spring. It kind of keeps your mind off of yeah. waiting to see what you draw or whatever. Yeah. makes the Around 4th of July. I know, like, it's usually around 4th of July, yeah. it seems like, when you find out about the general hunts. Here. Yeah. 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 I'll put in for a couple unlimited, you know, hunts and um, that you know you'll draw. Right. But, but uh, yeah. Yeah, that is another kind of cool thing is Idaho does is there are areas they're not technically general hunts there you have to draw them but they're an unlimited so really you put in for the tag and you're going to get it but most but of those went to first choice it. now they have to be now yeah a At lot least, of people what they would do is they would would put in for a tough deer hunt let's say and then they their second choice was unlimited right and I was it last year was the first year they did that it was yeah, yeah last year they made okay because it was it was always like a backup, and so now they're making that unlimited hunt. Right, got to be your first choice. Exactly, and honestly, I kind of think that's good. I think it's good too that 
I'm not, sh- you know, I'm not sure the 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 downside to it. What I think what I saw last year, at least on the antelope side, was the hardcore antelope hunters. They're not going to put in for the draws because they want to hunt antelope. Yeah. Right. So they're gonna they're gonna put in for the unlimited draw instead of the limited. Yeah. And then use unlimited, um, you know, as a second choice, which I think a lot of guys did. I quit doing that. I I did it for a while, but it, um, just for my schedule and stuff, the unlimited the time frame worked better for me anyway. Yeah. So I always put in for that. Plus it was kind of during the rut for antelope. So better hunting. Yeah. Anyway, my point is, I think I saw more people hunting last year, last year than I normally do, because I think everybody that really, really wants to hunt antelope, they're not, they're not, you know, getting, putting in for those unlimited draws now. The, the so it limit- almost might make the unlimited or the limited draws easy, easier to draw now. Who knows? That's true. I don't know. Because now doesn't mean people are putting in for them because they want to hunt antelope. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. So I think this year will tell too. It'll be interesting to see Yeah. Um, uh, how, how the season goes this year. But I need to take a ride out for too long and check water. Yep. Yep. It's getting close to that too. We just love. to kind of keep it and just like, uh, I know yeah. we still got some time left and we still got some rains, I'm sure. For Hopefully. sure. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, it's nice to see what holes have water in them and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you kind of, you've been out there especially long enough that you kind of know, okay, this has this much water. It's going to be yep. there by time antelope season Exactly. Starts. And that I'm, one hole you've been hunting, that the one that you hunt mostly. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, it's really changed a lot in the last few years, hasn't it? Because oh, yeah. it forever wasn't it a pretty big pond? It was and then- a big pond, and then it ran down. It, it ran down way, I don't know, three hundred yards. So you really had to decide where you were going to set up on that hole. And there's a lot of times, you know, you'd have antelope come in, and they'd be way too far out of range for you to shoot at. And you're like, dang it! And then was two years ago, it turned into just a little seep or a little overflow out of the tire, and then a wallow. Right. That's Yeah. So, yeah, it didn't even make it. So, there's a big tire that the water uh, starts starts in, and then it's piped into the actual hole. And, yeah, there wasn't enough water to even make it to the hole. It would come out of the pipe, and there was just a little spot there, which actually worked out really good. That's right. Didn't an elk make a wallow out of it, and that's what made that exactly yeah in fact when i went and checked on it first i was like oh man there's just barely wet here and i didn't know that antelope would even hit it at all and then right before season i went and checked it again because i was going to have a different hole and some elk a bull had wallowed in there and made it a you know more than adequate size for an antelope to get a drink out of so i'm like well if they come in i know exactly where they're going to yeah. drink at so yeah so that's uh sat up on that and uh that's when was it me yeah no it was you me and frank frank, frank yeah. and i went out there yeah and uh both killed them yeah both killed them early <clears throat> the cool thing about um i remember you had really no clue how big for sure that buck was right um you saw horns you woke up right <laughs> <laughs> so the story is i actually was at work until 2 a.m and then i got off work Frank met me at my house, and we loaded up. We got out there, got our stuff set up. We already had our blinds and whatnot set up, but uh, um, we got all our stuff unloaded to camp and whatnot. And Did you it get was any already sleep? daylight. 
Uh, no, we didn't sleep at all. No, we got out there. It was daylight already, just barely. It was just cracking daylight. So we got our stuff done, Gosh. and I, we got in the blind late. And, uh, yeah, I sat there for a while, and, of course, you know, the adrenaline wears off, and I fell asleep, and I wake up, and there's a doe and a fawn, and then another antelope that had its head down in the drinking and the grass was size wise though you could tell as a buck i well i assumed it was yeah but well he did raise his head for just a split second and i was like oh yeah no i'm gonna shoot that but i didn't know how big he was was. that was a dandy buck yeah so anyway i just shot him and he didn't even go two yards he just piled up right there and and ended up being like one of the biggest bucks i've shot yeah so it was really cool cool. part it was like (laughs) surprise exactly yeah i was so stoked when i saw him so yeah that was pretty cool yeah it's a good buck yep so that was fun but yeah it's different every year out there it uh, just seems like that spot for some reason is that one really, particular yeah hole. really changed the was it last year that was just the the tire just had water exactly yeah so nothing was even coming in fact the tire it was the water was turned off so the tire was getting low and um you were concerned if there was even going to be enough if antelope are even going to be right and there was but enough we put a trail cam on there huh? we did we put a trail camera on there and we knew there was a decent a pretty good buck hitting it and uh my son-in-law was his first year archery hunting so you know yeah i was definitely gonna let him you know hunt that so i i just sat in there and filmed for him and uh but the day we sat we weren't sure the water had went down enough that we weren't sure if uh they could even drink out of it oh reach reach it yeah but we decided to set it anyway and uh he yeah we had a buck come in finally not much hit it honestly we saw a couple other antelope come in earlier but they never even drank out of it and then this buck came in the one that we saw in the trail camp picture which was really cool and he was struggling to reach he was pawing trying to get up high enough to get a drink oh really yeah it was cool anyway i'll have that video linked too but um yeah and he shot him it was like 16 yards it was really cool wow. and he smoked him so was he was awesome. pretty stoked his oh first, yeah that was, that was a dandy buck too, pretty man. good yeah not great prongs but man anybody would i would have shot him and i've shot yeah lots of bucks you know yeah. so yeah. i love antelope meat and i really do and that time of year you know because it is in september i don't want to take a ton of time right because i got other things to do right but uh yeah it's just it's you still gotta so i'm not as picky probably as but you always you've shot some yeah really good really, bucks yeah i've been really fortunate yeah i'm not complaining right at all <laughs> I, but it's just part of it was just yeah just being fortunate i guess to have them come in because i there's many times where i'm like yeah i'm shooting the first thing that comes in and right. i was going to one year i remember i was gonna i had well i think the first day i said i'll hunt two days and the first day I was picky, and I passed up a couple, um, passed up a couple smaller bucks. And then the next day, it was anything goes. And those same two small bucks came in, and I was going to shoot either one of them, and none of them pre- presented a shot for me, uh, uh, a good shot. Gotcha. And then I end up a nice one ended up coming in, and yeah. I killed it like a lot bigger and gave me a shot. So, right. but uh yeah you just never know right. you never know because that time of year they're running around and and you know the rut's going on so exactly. they're chasing those and snorting and everything you never know when they're going to um you know how long they're going to be in a hole either 
yeah. with that rut going on. And Yeah, I don't remember a couple of years before that. Um, I literally, I was going to hunt a day and a half. I was going to hunt till noon, then second day. And then I was leaving to go elk hunting the next day. Right. And uh, I started tearing everything down. It was just getting close to noon on the second day. And, uh, oh, I just, that was the year I had a couple of range bulls. And they were bedded right by the by the water oh, there. Oh, right. And a buck, two does, and two fawns came in. And, and they one of them stood up, which got them edgy, the antelope edgy. And just when they were getting ready, literally getting ready to start drinking, the bull just kind of moved really quick to maybe get a fly off or something, you know? Yeah. And they took off running. I'm thinking, well, that's it. And it's probably pushing noon, you know? Yeah. So I started tearing everything down, and um, that was a year I didn't get real good footage for you. (laughs) Because I literally had tore everything down, was stuffing it away and everything, and um, and it was probably 10 till noon and that buck and those does and those fawns were out there four, 400 yards, 500 yards walking away. Yeah. And, um, as I'm gathering stuff up, all of a sudden I look up and here comes the two fawns running in and they ran it, ran into the very bottom of the seep, which sometimes they yes, sir. creep down there. Yep. And they started drinking, and I look, and I look back over there and through my binoculars, and the buck's looking back, but the does are going the other way, and he turns and starts walking, so I figured, you know, it's done, show's over. Right. And took my microphone off, the, the shotgun mic off the camera, was putting it away, and all of a sudden I hear foot, or I hear something running, and I look up, and here's the buck. And... So I had to put my release on, get an arrow out of the quiver because my arrows are back in the quiver. And uh, didn't even think about the camera. You know, I wasn't right. even think I would just happen to quit. And I honestly thought it was going to be a relatively quick shot. I didn't think he was going to hang out. I was hoping he was going to stop. Uh, but I really thought he was just going to gather up those fawns. And he pushed the fawns aside and started drinking. And I drew back and shot. And then I remember the camera and I turned it on. If you remember, I just yep. caught him as he fell. Right. Oh, that yeah. Was it. I do remember that. That's yeah. funny. So, yeah, you never know. It's, it's, it's a lot. That was bottom of the night, two outs. Right. Faces loaded. Yeah. Full count. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, and that, honestly, gosh, we're talking antelope. Man, I could talk all day about that. <laughs> but that, you don't normally go that deep into the season. Don't have to a lot of times no. to 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 shoot a decent antelope, so yeah, it's kind of fun. I, I love that's one of my favorite hunts every year. It's just yeah. be, I think mainly it's because it's it's pretty chill and relaxed. And, yeah, and there's a few of us there. Most of the time, I hunt by myself, but that hunt, I always. But we, we, there's a group usually, and you have a good. We good, have a great time. time. Yeah. yeah, we set up a decent camp for you know out in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, and <laughs> take the usually and... three or four nights. Yeah, go. We do. We literally take a lawnmower and mow the weeds down, so you're not walking through that all the time when we're camping and everything. But uh, it's just I just use it as a you know it's really our first hunt of the year, and we just as a group because you usually bear hunting. Well, that's true. Yeah, first time this fall, I should say. Yeah. So, but uh, it's really the only time I really hunt with other people. So we just have a good time with it, and 
and uh, probably it's, spend more time out there than we need to, but we don't care. We just want to go have some fun. And, yeah, there's really not a well, I mean, there's other stuff going on, but it seems like when you're prepping for that, because you usually go before the season. Yes. And no other season's going on yet. Exactly. And then by the time it gets here, elk and deer are going on. That's true. Yeah, that's the hard thing. We've talked about that already, but the, the elk hunting, you know, definitely makes it challenging to do both of them. You know? Yeah. And that's the hard part about spending, you know, we'll spend three or four days out there. Uh, and we typically do that before we go elk hunting, you know. And uh, so I usually wait till towards the end of the elk season just to get a big hunting uh yeah i spent countless nights uh in my blind sleeping in my blind yeah because i didn't because i was only going to have a day or right. whatever to go out there and think man i really want to do you know i've, I've been camp. able to jump in on a couple of your group hunts when yeah they're, when they're there but a lot of times my schedule i just kind of pepper in when i can right so it hasn't worked out so i figure ah, i'm just going to sleep in my blind which is quite uncomfortable yeah usually and i've had to do you know i've done later hunts you know it doesn't always work out every year where you can go you know you all get together or whatever but you know in years past i've just slept in the back of my truck i yeah. think i'd rather do that than sleep in my blind but i probably should too but yeah. <laughs> and then just walk in in the morning but uh yeah i don't know how i'd feel about sleeping in a blind i got even as it's so hard to stay in I'm there. Not. Right? True. <laughs> I got to kind of sleep at, at, an, at an angle. angle. And yeah. Yeah. That yeah. can't be fun. You get cold in that thing? No. Not no, I got a really good bag. And and I, I'm, you know, what I you, usually take my iPad. It's charged up. Got you. So I can watch a movie. And, right. And. What do you do? So do you take your. I guess I've never asked you this before. Do you take your bag? You just must set it on the outside of your blinder in the day? No, I usually just. Well, this or depends. You, Sometimes I'll just sit on it. Oh, okay. You know, more padding to sit on. That's a good point. Because uh, um, I always have a chair in there, but a lot of times I just just sitting in a chair for. You know what I mean? I've been really fortunate because I haven't had to spend gobs of time sitting. True. True. You know. Um, so, but when I do, I mean, I'll sit, and then sometimes I'll sit up lay down kind of you know I'm, mm-hmm. i've taken plenty of naps and right yeah and, and the thing about antelope too is that um you might not see i uh, might not see anything and i'll look around i'll take a complete scan excuse me take a complete scan all the way around and then set my alarm for 15 minutes and try to get a nap in and and i can't tell you how many times i've woke up and there's been antelope uh, just about ready to water or on their way in right but so you can't sleep. you can't nap you, very long that's you can. for sure you don't and when you do you don't sleep you typically don't sleep very good because no. you're so worried about missing yeah. something i do remember one time uh waking up and i to the sounds of uh feet coming out of mud you know that yes. kind of sloppy sound yep and i heard that noise and i looked up and by the time i actually got up where i could see out it was the buck I wanted because I was kind of hoping that buck would come in. Got you. And he's walking away. Oh, Never man. could get a shot at him. He just walked away with black feet. It makes you wonder how many you've slept through. Oh, I know. I'm sure it's happened. Oh, yeah. 100% it has, yeah. <laughs> oh. But, 
Yeah, another another fun hunt to come up to. I might try to draw. Um, I'm going to probably put in for antelope in Nevada. Like I said, a lot of times I'll I'll just just get the points. points. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been doing in Wyoming for all the species. I've just been buying points. Aren't you going to try to put in that? This I'm not. Year? I think I'm going to wait another year. Oh. I just time wise, I don't know if I can make it. All makes sense. I keep thinking I'm going to draw that Nevada one. So between Idaho and Nevada, you know. I just don't know if I could. I would love to hunt all three states for antelope in the same year, but oh yeah, but I just don't think I can make it happen. So it's just, it's, I think the time dang jobs, work. huh? I know, right? <laughs> dumb jobs are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Only yeah. in the fall. <laughs> yeah, especially in the fall. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So I think I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna get points until I end up drawing Nevada, and then I'll start putting in. You know, I should oh. be able to draw uh, Wyoming pretty easily at that point. You got enough points racked up, huh? Well, I don't think I do yet. Maybe for the special draw. Um, but I think I've only got three or four points in Wyoming. I guess it depends on where you want to hunt. Oh. I'm not super familiar with Wyoming, you know, as the draw system and stuff and the units. Your I son lives there, so he's been helping you with the he points? Has, yeah, so. and, but he's only been there a few years, so he doesn't, you know, he hasn't been super helpful yet, but um he at least knows where to go when we when Dude, i finally yeah. draw he shot he shot a couple antelope there already and a nice bull elk and yeah he hasn't had any luck drawing a mule deer tag yet so he hasn't got to do that but uh, i tell you if it wasn't for like hunting full um uh, for me at yeah. least i'd have a wreck i've had a wreck in the past and i've lost points uh, you know another state i mean right. i lost uh I can't remember how many. It was several points. Yeah. I'm thinking like six or seven points in Wyoming for moose. Oh, wow. And I lost all my, but one of them was moose, but I lost all my points because I forgot to put, I missed deadlines. Right. Same thing in Arizona. I missed deadlines. And you just forget. It's true. So that's really been a good thing for me. I should. I never miss, I never miss them anymore. You just get the notice. Right. You know, that, that. It's coming up, which yeah. is nice to. Is. The only state I don't have them do is Idaho, just because I live here, and I that one always changes. But right, I get together with them in January, and they send you out uh, the form, okay, of what you want to put in for, and right. So hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's good yeah, thing. I should probably use a service like that myself, but I don't know why I don't. Yeah, if you don't miss times, then that's yeah. I haven't, but it is. I can definitely see where it would be helpful. You know, you you put in for how many states? To, I just I only do Idaho, Nevada, Nevada, and uh, Wyoming. Okay, that's it. I think I put in for around seven, yeah, or eight states, something like that. So it does. I need it. It would be way helpful for uh, that. Yeah, especially because some of the states you put in part certain time of the year for certain species, and then another part of the year yeah, other species. That's and, true. Yeah, Wyoming's that way. Yeah. I think you have put in for so is Arizona, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I know of. I mean, there might be some of these other states might be the same way too, but I haven't. Because once I when I did start with hunting fool, that's when I started putting in for even more. You know, I mean, uh, Colorado has some states because I'm like, well, why not? Yeah, why (laughs) not? Yeah, someday I'll use them. Right. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, we. we're about about a wrap there. I huh? think so. Yeah. 
We didn't. Did we talk about anything we were thinking of? I don't think we ever talk about anything that we were planning on. You know, I really hope we get some (laughs) feedback on. Hope we're not putting people to sleep. Right. I mean, I I enjoy our talks and stuff. I do too. Yeah. Um, I think next next episode we are going to talk about gear because we did actually say let's talk about gear. We did, didn't we? I I forgot about that. Yeah, that'd probably be a good thing to talk about for yeah. sure. Yeah. So. And uh, whatever, we'll, All right. we'll get it fit in there. Sounds good. Cool. All right, buddy. Thanks. You bet. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching again. Yep. Appreciate, Appreciate you. It. Like and subscribe, yeah. and we got more swag coming out pretty soon. Yes, we do. That's uh, another project. Shirts. And yep. Stuff. Some season hunter shirts. Some new designs for the. Um, Sageback Outdoor stuff and the AM Idaho stuff, uh, and yeah. we keep ourselves busy with yeah. lots of little projects. So, yeah. cool. Talk to you soon. All right. Man. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks. Bye.